On this edition of Orlando Magic Pod Squad, we catch up with Magic big man Wendell Carter Jr., who is nearing a return. We'll cover all that with Wendell on the latest installment. And, of course, Pod Squad brought to you by the Florida Department of Transportation. Reminds you that fans don't let fans drive drunk. If you've been drinking, don't get behind the wheel. Instead, find a sober driver or catch a ride service. Remember, drive sober or get pulled over. Have a great night and drive safe. Lots to cover with Wendell Carter Jr. on the latest installment of Magic Pod Squad, including the latest on his recovery, how close is he to a possible return, about how well his Magic team is playing right now at the time of this recording, second best record in the Eastern Conference, and how proud he is of his backup big, Golga Bataze, playing terrific basketball, and what we can expect maybe from this Orlando Magic team for the rest of the season. Lots of exciting things to cover with Wendell Carter Jr. on the latest installment of Magic Pod Squad. Comes your way next. This is Fonz Wagner of the Orlando Magic. This is Cole Anthony. This is Jalen Suggs. This is Paolo Bancaro of the Orlando Magic. And you're listening to the Pod Squad. And welcome, everyone, to the latest installment of Orlando Magic Pod Squad. Dante Marcatelli, George Galante, Jake Chapman. And it is our pleasure to welcome in Orlando Magic big man Wendell Carter Jr., kind enough to join us and hopefully we're seeing a lot more Wendell here in the coming days or weeks we'll we'll certainly wait to see how that unfolds but either way it's great to talk to you Wendell how the heck are you holding up here the last couple of weeks oh man I'm doing all good uh you know just watch this from the sidelines you know it's it's, it's a beautiful day to see you know that uh we we started to turn a corner as you know uh most people who are inside of our circle um inside of the match facility inside the organization because always saw it. Uh, I'm just glad it's finally unfolding. Uh, but yeah, I'm just trying to get my 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 hand back together, so I can get back out there enjoying those guys. Yeah, well, we'll we'll get into all that here in a moment. But we're we're less than two weeks away from Christmas. You're big. Everybody's a big Christmas guy, right? You done all your shopping. You done all your, uh, and it is. And you know, you grew up in Atlanta, so it's not that different. But Christmas in Florida is a little different than than the rest of the country. <laughs> no, absolutely. I think I think even. Uh, I think every time I was home um, for for Christmas when I lived in Atlanta, I think it snowed. So, oh, no uh, way! No, it's not gonna. We're not gonna get any of that here. Right, right. Uh, That's true. Prepare for that, but uh, yeah, I've done most of the shopping. Um, yeah, I got most of it out of the way kind of early, like kind of in November. I got a lot of it out of the way. This is saving time. Wow, sounds like you, George. You get it all done in November. I still I ordered something five minutes before we started this podcast. <laughs> if you want to be honest, I want to know. I want to know if Wend- Wendell, are you done with the team? I know there's a team Secret Santa uh, deal going on. Are you, or did you get your gift for that? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was that one was kind of easy. Once I saw what it was, I was like, oh yeah, I know exactly what you want. All right. Well, we won't we won't spoil the surprise, and I also won't tell everybody what the what the uh, spending limit was because I. I oh, wanted geez. to get in on the on the Secret Santa team, and then I heard what the spending limit was. <laughs> I told I told Jay I told Jalen Suggs I said that's probably gonna be more than I spent on my whole family. And he goes, "Yeah, I'm not really liking this limit deal." <laughs> no, fair, fair. Well, Wendell, you you kind of alluded to it a little bit, but how how are you feeling? Are are you getting? Obviously, we're getting closer day by day, but uh, just kind of let us know how the hand is doing and uh, and, and how the rehab has gone. Oh, it's going good so far. Uh, you know, these are one of those in- injuries that kind of just have to give it time to heal. Um, you know, in the meantime, you know, I'm just building up the strength, the confidence uh, of of just being out there, not being afraid of it getting hit again or and things like that. I think those are the biggest, the biggest things to my return. 
And um, like I said before, just just giving it a little bit more time. Um, you know, we're we're playing so well. I mean, I even if we weren't like if we were or, or we're not winning, um, I kind of see it as a longevity thing. I don't want to go out there and, and hurt myself again as sure. I was wanting the wrists uh, as I was talking to the doctors, things like that. But you know, we're we're doing so well. It's like why risk it now when you know I could be at a hundred percent and not have no worries at all. You know. Is it different, Wendell, than last year? Sorry, George. Is it, okay. it the team was eight and seventeen without you last year, and and so I would think sitting sitting on the sideline, watching your team struggle, it's like get me out there. I know it can help. <laughs> right. Thirteen and five without you this year. You're watching. You're watching the team thrive a little bit. I'm sure you know you can still help, but it, but is, is it does it suck a little less to see seeing the team perform well while you're sitting on the sideline recovering? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. You know, I'm one of those guys who understand that winning is the main goal no matter how it's done so uh with me in the lineup out of the lineup recovering whatever the case may be and then a little bit you know a little bit of deeper dive into it i'm really happy for just goga you know goga is a guy like when he got here you know he was uh, one of the hardest workers on the team and now he's having the opportunity just to show how good of a player he is let alone a person uh i'm just excited for him just personally but you know as a team man i'm I, I'm just happy to be a part of you, honestly. I did. I did tell Wendell. I think it was in the middle of the winning streak. Uh, I mean, so this is a couple of weeks ago. I think I. I think we went in the game. I smacked him on the chest and I said, "Just ha- just wait till you come back. Like, right. Wait till you come back. Oh, yeah. This thing's really gonna gonna take off." Go back to Gogo though for a second, Wendell. Do you? Are you talking to him a lot on the sidelines, even even still now with things that maybe you see during the game that maybe he may not? Or, or what kind of advice are you still giving to Wendell and Mo Wagner, for that matter, from your perspective over there on the sidelines? Uh, you know, I, I kind of keep it brief. Because uh, I already know guys, you know, they, they got the coaches in their ears. They got aware, uh, other teammates you know, that's out there with them telling them what they need them to do or what they're seeing. So I keep it brief. But for the most part, you know, uh, for for go for Gogo, I kind of just keep it keep it short with him and just tell him just continue to be you, you know whatever the case may be, like whether offense or defense, I'll just continue to be you and and being able to challenge your emotions. You know, he's a guy who plays with a lot of emotion, and, and because he cares, and that's something that I can really appreciate being a big man who you know, has to do a lot of the small things that might not show up in the stat sheet. But I just kind of just continue to push him into into just being him, you know. Uh, yeah, that's really about it for him. And then, but but like I was saying, I I try not have to say too much, you know what I'm saying? Because I, I mean, he's doing a hell of a job, so it's not really much I need to say to him at all. Uh, he's taking it and run with it. You know, it's interesting. Both of you guys have thrived here coming to Orlando. You you played well in Chicago, but you get a bigger role here in Orlando, and it's, it's kind of similar to him. He, he For whatever reason, it didn't work out in Indiana. But why the success? Do you think for go? Is he? Are they? Are we asking different things of him? More suited, more suited to his skill set. Why is he thriving right now as opposed to what happened in Indiana? Honestly, um, you know, when I when I look at it, looking at my own situation and looking at his situation, I think timing is a is a really big thing. You know, we're both fairly young players. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, he's 24 also. So it's definitely. Uh, a timing thing, in my in my opinion, uh, and a, and a freedom. You know, one thing about uh, Coach Mosley, I give him a lot of credit. When I first got to Orlando, he was he he let us play. 
as long as we played defense, as long as we did it the right way, he just let us play. And in that, in those situations, I feel like he was taking better notes of what works, what doesn't work, what we need to get better at, what we need to, you know, kind of eliminate from the offense or defense event. And now we got a really good recipe, a really good menu of what it takes to really win games. So um, I definitely give a lot of credit to, to Coach Mose and honestly the whole Magic organization for giving me and Goga um, that opportunity just to come down. That's great. Wendell, you mentioned at the beginning um, that you saw this unfolding, that that you sort of had a sense that the, this was going to be different than, than the last two years and basically your time here in Orlando just as far as the win-loss and, and, and the results. Was there, a, was there a point last season where you said, okay, we're on to something here? I mean, it was 29-28 over the last 57 games, and, and obviously you just barely missed the postseason, but um, the, you, you had a sense last year that there was something special brewing? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, my thing was just the injuries. You know, we we had uh, me, Markel, you know, and I just the lineup, so it was kind of tough for us. But when we were out there all together and we were just hoping we had our, our chemistry going, I honestly felt like we could play with any team in the league, you know. And, uh, you know, going into this year, everyone was healthy at the beginning of the year. Unfortunately, uh, guys are down right now, but uh, going into the year, I, I had the the most the most confident I've ever been. I'm um, going into an NBA season, you know, just knowing what we did the, the year before. Um, after that five and twenty start, um, I mean, I I saw the sky's the limit for us. What, what's the limit for us? So, uh, yeah, that's. I think it's just all kind of unfolding now. Wendell, do you hear from? I mean, I'm assuming you have plenty of friends on other teams around the league. Do you hear from? other guys on other teams about how the magic are playing right now and what and what we're doing from 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 friends on other teams oh absolutely absolutely um i'm not gonna say any names but i've known her to heard people tell me uh you know they were they wouldn't mind playing for the magic like you're like man y'all, y'all got a, a really good squad going and i wouldn't mind being a part of that you know jokingly of course but right right no uh, nah, i mean I mean, we're we're starting to get that respect that that comes with being a really good team in the league. You, know, you look at the Boston's, you look at the Milwaukee's, you look at Phillies, the you know, any of the top teams. You know, they you go into those gyms or they come into your gym. You know, we know it's going to be a good game. You know what I'm saying? So, I think we're starting to, to, to kind of turn that corner to being one of those teams in the league that you know, when we pull up to your city, you know, it's going to be a dog fight. So we a dog fight, no matter who's out there. One through fifteen, all of us are gonna go out there and hoop and do the right thing for our teammates. So, um, I think that's the biggest thing. Like, there's no egos on this team, so there's no no one's like, oh, I gotta get this shot, or I gotta make this have this many points for me to have a good game. So, if we win, everyone's happy. Everyone walks away. There's no hidden agendas, and, and that's very rare. It seems. It seems very rare, right? People say that the chemistry yeah. that this group has. It it seems to be genuine and from what everybody says former players current players that that is not always the case on all these nba rosters absolutely not i mean just from looking from out from the outside looking in i think we we can all attend to a a couple things that just happened across the league that sure we we can tell that it's a hidden agenda and whatever the case whatever situation may have been so this is very rare to find Wendell, let me ask you this, because we got it's interesting. I know we, we said it this morning. Jake and I do a radio show 
And you finished 29 and 28 last year, which which Jake just said. When you started 5 and 20, there were some fans, not all fans, but some fans get obsessed with the rebuild, right? So let's just let's just tank. Let's just throw away the last 50 games and let's get a high draft pick. You guys didn't do that. You got healthy. You had one of the best records in the Eastern Conference down the stretch. How much does that help you to play meaningful games there the last couple of weeks of last season as opposed to going the other way where you're you're not necessarily trying to win? I mean, I mean, the proof is in the pudding. You know what I'm saying? We we went out there, we we played, we continue to to grow together, continue to learn each other's game, continue to you know make every game uh, a war, basically, right? Just go out there and fight for one another. And as you roll over to this year, now we 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 know what it takes to win. We know you know we know what to expect. And now the the next step for us. And I think we've been doing a really good job with that. It's just handling that success, right? You know, we're number two in the East now. Guys are looking at us like, oh yeah, we've got to knock them off. We got right. we got to push them down a couple spots. So anytime people come to the O or we go into other people's uh, cities, you know, that their biggest thing is okay, we need to take care of the Orlando Magic because they're now one of the best teams in the league. So that's something that, you know, that's the next step that I think we've already taken, but. You know, it's getting better at that. I think it's going to be really, really big for us, especially down the stretch when um, going into the playoffs, things like that. Well, how, how do you do that, though? Like, do, do is it something that you guys talk, openly talk about? Like, get together and just say, listen, like, we, there's no, like, for example, you take the Detroit game the other night. Do you look at each other and go, and go like, listen, like, we got to take care of these guys and take care of them now and then go out and do it? Is there something that gets said between you guys? Oh, absolutely. You know, we look at every game as an opportunity to get better to begin with. And we understand, like like you were saying, like looking at a team like Detroit, like those those games are usually the most dangerous games in my opinion. Right. You know, I agree. Like try to think some well, younger teams I would say would think, oh, they look at their record, they're not that good. But at the end of the day, Detroit is a great team. You know what I'm saying? They got great players on that team. So, you know, it only take one night for, you know, someone to go off or a couple guys to go off. And now you, you you lose the game. You know what I'm saying? Just learning to play each game with respect, no matter who it is, I think it's also going to be really big for us, too, as we uh, continue to become one of the best teams in the league. Good, because we were terrified at that one. That, that, was, where I, <laughs> that was where I thought I was like, man, I hope, you know, I really wanted Detroit to win going into our game. I'm like, let me let them break right. that lose. And they came in and they still had the losing streak going. I looked at Dante and I said, this one scares the bejesus out of me. I, we can't have that one. You gotta get rid of this one. Hey, did you see did you see the comments from Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce? Did you did that make it to your oh, phone? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> what do you make of that? Right? How great is that stuff? That's some that's a major respect right there. What'd you make of that? Absolutely. I mean he's right. I mean um, <laughs> right. Like if I'm if I'm you know looking at myself and looking at you know, maybe we was just when I was in Chicago personally or Early on, my my, my first you know, couple months of playing with the Magic, and we were, you know, just trying to get better, right? Um, as a team, so you're going into these cities, you're going into Philly, you're going into Boston. Yeah, you better get you a good night's sleep. I'm going to Denver. <laughs> like it's 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 go time the next day. Like you don't want to be embarrassed. Like you want to want it to be a good game, a close game at least down the stretch. Like you're just trying to find ways to right. You know, give yourself an upper edge or make sure you your body feeling good. Whatever. 
Now, now that's the thing. Like, that's definitely a thing. So now, Orlando, like I was saying, we're number two in the East. Like, guys are really trying to knock us off this spot. So, uh, yeah, they coming in, they going to sleep early. <laughs> they get a good night's sleep because you might get blown up. That's awesome. What about the role the fans and the and the atmosphere of the arena has played in that, Wendell? I mean, I, I, I know you've been sitting sitting and watching and experiencing it, and, and I'm sure you're just itching to get out there and, and fully experience it, but it's been pretty fun so far this year, hasn't it? Absolutely. Um, no, that's one thing I would definitely say you know, from when I first got here that the fans are, are, are unbelievable. You know, with us winning, losing, winning by a lot, losing by a lot, whatever the case may have been since I've been here, you know, the fans have been riding with us ever since. You know, you have your fans who, like, man, he should have played better or they lost this game because of this player, but for the for the grand scheme of things, for the for the bigger picture, I think I think Orlando has some of the best fans in the league. And I'm not just saying that because I played for Orlando because I played in Chicago. I've played uh I've seen, you know, some of my teammates play in different cities. I mean, some of my friends play in different cities and things like that. So I hear the kind of things that they say. And I honestly can say that the Orlando Magic fans are, are are definitely one of the best fan bases in the league. That's great. Well, we would agree. We've seen it here. We know how alive this city gets when these teams are good and you're seeing it. You know, guys, fans are standing the last four or five minutes of games. I mean, it's really, it's, it's really exciting. I know that's no one has more wins at home than you guys, right? Milwaukee also has 11, but no one has more. And so it's amazing. But we're not counting Mexico City. They did us wrong there, counting that as a home game. But <laughs> but, but in our building, in our building, we're 11 and 1. I, I want a couple of teammates uh, that we want to highlight here in particular. But I, I, a guy that's new to you is Joe Ingles. Give us your pers- right? Give us your perspective on Joe Ingles. He seems like the perfect guy for this team and the perfect guy for a locker room. Absolutely. I mean, there's nothing about Joe that you don't like. You know, he's one of those guys, he, the, the probably the most professional guy I've ever been around in terms of always on time, always doing the, you know, the little things, things like that. Uh, extremely funny guy. You know, he has everyone laughing. Um, and he just understands the game at a level that a lot of people don't. Um, you know, he's not the fastest. He doesn't jump the highest. But he finds ways to manipulate the game that, you know, uh, see, I want to learn from. Uh, so that's, I feel like his implementing him into our team, you know, such a young team, you know, you know, coming into this year, we're still trying to figure it out. You know, at the beginning of the year, we're trying to figure out how we're going to do it, how we're going to do it. I think he kind of is like the glue guy for this team. Um, yep. Yeah, I, I, Joe's my guy. I'm actually surprised Joe has not taken full credit for the for the magic <laughs> uprising. I, I I would think Joe would be the type of guy that turns around and goes, "Well, shoot, I wasn't here the last couple of years. Maybe I brought me in earlier. Could have turned this thing around quicker." Y'all ask him. Y'all ask him. I'm sure he would tell you that he is the reason. <laughs> no doubt. There's no doubt. How about how about Paolo Bancaro, uh, Wendell? The 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 steps that he's continuing to take. Uh, I mean, you really saw it the other night where. You know, we needed a couple of buckets down the stretch against Cleveland, and he got to his spot almost at will. What about the steps that Paolo has been taking? Um, Paolo is going to be a, a Hall of Famer. Uh, I mean, he understands the game so well at such a young age that people don't realize, like, they're seeing this now, but this is a, a second-year player who is still trying to figure out the game at a, at a deeper level. And... I mean, it's just phenomenal to watch, you know, especially now that I'm on the sideline and not, like, out there. Like, actually, like, just watching how, what, how he sees it, 
what he sees during the games. You know, when it comes to timeouts, you know, what he's saying, what he like. The, the dude is really special, and uh, you know, I'm just excited to be a part of a team that has such a, a special, a special guy on their team who also doesn't have an ego. You know, you you may look you may look across the league, and it's a lot of the young stars that are coming up, and they have this ego to them where. You know, it's either their way or the highway. But for him, I feel like what makes him even more special is that he just wants to win. And he does whatever he has to do to help his team win. So, um, yeah, Pablo's going to be very special. All right, my yeah, turn is Cole Anthony. I want to ask you about Cole. You've been teammates with Cole for a, a majority of his career. How have you seen him grow on the floor? And then how happy were you for him at the beginning of the season when he got that extension? Um, you know, Cole is one of those guys, uh, he, you know, he embraced his role, you know, coming off the bench. Um, and he, he does it at a, a really high clip. You know, I, I definitely see him being a nominee for sixth man of the year for sure. And I mean, he, he just, he's just a baller. He's one of those guys. You can just put him out there with any other four guys and he's going to do what he has to do to, to, to have that, that win, beat up. Um, and then from the time of that extension, you know, that's always the, you know, as I went through it before, uh, kind of the release pressure of, oh, I got to do this, I got to do that, to make some money or get paid, whatever the case might be, uh, no release pressure. So, in my opinion, I, I'm seeing Cole play without without any pressure. And that's when you know, most people are at their best, when they're not, they don't have any pressure behind when they're doing something. So I'm definitely happy for him. And you know, he's, he's also one of our blue guys for sure. Well, and another guy too, Wendell, who you, I don't know that you played a game with him before this year. Uh, he had a handful of games last year. Uh, but Jonathan Isaac, you know, we saw a little sample last year in his nine games uh, b- before he, he had to close it out. And then you guys were only together a few games this year. But you think about when you come back and now he's out there, maybe some games he'll close with you. Uh, but what, what what have you seen the difference maker that Jonathan Isaac can bring to this team. See, Jonathan is a guy. I keep saying glue guy. I'll probably just stop saying that. But he, no, it's uh, good. Listen, it's good. We have a roster yeah. of glue guys. Yes, yes. Got to have yeah. everybody. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Like he just he, he does everything that's needed to win. Like you. Rebounding, defending, crashing the old boards, setting good screens, knocking down open shots, guarding the best player. Like, he just, there's nothing that he can't do. And he understands, like, some games he may need to do one thing, another game he may need to do another thing for to, to help us get that edge to get aware. But Dr. Isaac is a special player. And we're healthy, oh, my God. Defensive player of the year, he's not even close. That's awesome. You know, I think I think Wendell's feeling this way, guys, because like it, this goes back to everybody understanding their role, right, Wendell? Right, and right. That's what leads to team success. I mean, you're saying you're hitting it just by saying glue guys, but the reason they're glue guys is because they're doing what they're supposed to do in order to make us win, and that's it. Absolutely, absolutely. Wendell, tell me about the three ball. You shot more last year at a higher clip. We saw in the preseason before you got hurt, it looked like you were knocking down those corner threes, maybe taking a few more of those from that area of the floor. When you got Franz and Paolo next to you, or Markel, for instance, and, and they do all their damage in close, or a lot of it, it, it can be a big boost to have your big man able to space the floor. Is that something you've been working on? Oh, absolutely. You know, that's that's one of the things, you know, Coach 
going into this year, one of us to be really good at is um, leading the league or one of the top teams that points in the paint. So that's been an emphasis for us so going into each game. Um, so I think it's definitely important to have guys who are able to, you know, be able to knock down, catch and shoot threes, you know, with guys like Franz, Paolo, and Markel who can create for themselves and get into the paint to draw in the defense. So, no, that's definitely something I def uh, I, I focused on going into this you know, this last offseason. So, uh, I definitely want to continue to showcase that and continue to do that to help this team for sure. All right, Wendell, we'll 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 end with this. Uh, you know, you're, eventually you're going to be back, right? We don't know when. Eventually, Markell is going to be back, right? So you guys are close. This is a very very difficult stretch of games that you have coming up. I think 11 of your next 12, only one of them is under 500, right? So you've had you've had a difficult schedule, and it only gets tougher. It seems I don't know how that works, but it only gets tougher. So what what's important here for the next couple of weeks as you guys work your way back in and as you play these difficult teams? And where do you see this team being? At the end of the season, uh, I think I think going into this stretch of games, I think what will be the most important thing is to uh, continue to be us, continue to to keep the main thing the main thing, which is win it. You know, I don't want, um, which I don't think will happen, but you know, not looking at games like, oh, I gotta have a big game this game, or I gotta right. have a big game that game. Like just continuing to do what we've been doing um, in terms of just defending at a really high clip. You know, get to the paint at will, then knocking down open uh, feet set threes. I think that's what's going to give us that edge you know, going into these games. And then just late game decisions, you know, because a lot of these games will be close, you know, going against other great teams. So um, just just having poise and patience down the stretch and being able to make certain plays to give us that edge at the end of the game is going to be important. So I think it'll be a really good test for us um, of how we handle late game situations with crowd is super loud, can barely hear each other, um, but you got to get a bucket or you got to get a stop. Yes. You got to get a big rebound. So I think that'd be important for us. And at the end of the year, you think this team can? Are you, obviously, playoffs was the goal, right? Now, now yes. does that right? What 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 is the what is still what does the goal continue to be as you close Parade. out? Parade. Parade. Parade, yes. Parade. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, right. I mean, I'm, we try not to. We try. We, we try to be. Um, optimistic and, and try to be very straightforward, not try to have imaginary, you know, uh, goals or whatever, but it's, it's great for sure. I mean, and if we fall short, that's cool, but you know, we got to at least start to believe in ourselves that we can, we, we can be there at some point. So that's definitely, that's definitely the goal for sure. All right. Awesome. And Anthony Black isn't giving you any grief, right? With Arkansas Duke, that whole deal, is that over? He's not giving <laughs> you a little bit. A little bit, but but here, you know, just a little bit. Like, yeah, well, give a few extra bags to carry. Part of his rookie duties. <laughs> All right, All right. Wendell, I I appreciate it, man. This is great. Godspeed. Get back out there. We can't wait to have you back. And good luck the rest of the way. Nah, major little appreciate y'all. All right, thanks so much. That's Wendell Carter Jr. on the latest installment of Magic Pod Squad. We'll see you next time.